Finding Your Peace with Shelley J. Miller is a show dedicated to helping you move into an experience of love, peace, and joy that lasts. Using the principles from the teachings of Jesus in A Course in Miracles, you will learn how to transform your life by becoming miracle-minded, heal yourself, your relationships, and your finances by understanding how to break free and awaken. Call in for a mini-reading to gain clarity and receive guidance. Now, here's your host, Shelley J. Miller. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Finding Your Peace. I'm your host, Shelley J. Miller. I'm a professional psychic and a medium. I read the Akashic Records. Uh, what, what is this past life information and spiritual transformational coaching have to do with today's show? Well, it was my lead in, and it may be yours too, metaphysics too, to uh, the new age, to uh, non-duality. And today on Finding Your Peace, we're talking about holy relationships based on the teachings of Jesus from A Course in Miracles. I've been a course student for a long time, and I'm now using it in my coaching and my practice, and it has changed my life uh, completely. And I hope today when you listen to, uh, holy relationships, it will change yours. I think the, the discussion today about holy relationships will blow your mind because we may think that some of our relationships are holy, but when you see it through, through the eyes of truth, what Jesus is going to lay out, what I'm going to share with you today from his teachings, uh, it, it, it will be a big wake up call. I think because you'll, you'll have to, it's like when you see the truth, you can't unsee it. It's, it's like that. So, um, this is from uh, chapter 17. If you are following along in the Course in Miracles, if you're not and you're joining us for the first time, welcome. And let me give you just a quick, quick background about what is a Course in Miracles. It's a non-dual teaching. It was given by Jesus in the 60s to a scribe by the name of Helen Shuckman. And she had a partner uh, to help her bring through this book by the name of Bill Thetford. They were a uh, clinical psychologist or a, a psychotherapist, I believe, at Columbia University, I, I think in New York. And she was an atheist, but she had known Jesus in another lifetime. She didn't realize that in this lifetime. And she began to have prophetic dreams. And pretty soon she heard Jesus, his voice in her head, introduce himself. And he said, this is the Course in Miracles. Please write it down. What it is, is a mind retraining. Uh, he offers that there are two thought systems, one based on fear, which is where we follow our ego and we live in the world of illusion where we think we could be separate from God and that's not, and each other, and that's not possible. And the other thought system, which leads to your reentering your real self, your God self and, and entering literally the kingdom of heaven is, uh, is based on following Holy spirit, which is, uh, as he calls it, the voice for God, um, Holy spirit, he says was created when the fall happened, when we had a tiny mad idea that we could be separate from God and we forgot to laugh. He's talking about part of the sonship, and we are referred to as the sonship. We're one mind. Um, uh, Jay, I'll, I'll, I'll take your call in, in a minute, but I want to lay down some foundation first. Thanks for calling. Um, we, we had a tiny mad idea that we could be separate from God, and he said we forgot to laugh. And in that, because it's not possible to be separate from that which created you. And in that moment, he said, 
the time space rolled out and at the same moment it was healed. But we experience when we still experience our separation from God, we experience a linear time, uh, even though we live simultaneously. Um, we experience time space in our minds only and time space is given for a um, for a learning experience. You, you're not here to become uh, successful in the outer world. It's not that that isn't good or that may not be your destiny. It's not that, but it is not about achieving out there. Even if it's about finding your greatest relationship, it's about making everything holy in your own mind so that you heal your mind from the belief in separation from God and each other. And in so doing, you find your inner peace, you enter the timelessness, the eternal now, and you become one with God and, and your mind stops. You you're, you're, you feel the presence of, of who you really, really are. You are not the body. And the problem is that we've misidentified thinking that we are the body. And uh, it keeps us believing in separation. It's us and them. It's you and me. And uh, what we do that, that further conf- convolutes that is that we, we judge it. Uh, you did this to me, and we're going to talk about that today in sin and why he says that sin is not an, uh, uh, something to be punished. It's an error to be corrected. Nobody has actually sinned against us, and that may be very hard to believe, especially when we're talking about relationships. We have a relationship with everyone, but you're probably thinking about those that are closest to your your family, your spouse, your ex. Uh, <clears throat> and he says relationships are given to make you happy and to help you get home. And I bet a lot of you are thinking, well, yeah, my ex doesn't really make me happy, but uh, you know, they will, if you will listen to this and stay in. And I really encourage you to replay this podcast. You can come back to BBS one radio station one and look in the archives. You can go to shellyjmiller.com, which is my website, go to the homepage and scroll down and buy uh early next week everything will be posted you all my podcasts are there and you can listen to them because a course in miracles this is you know it's it is a required course just the time that you think that you are willing to take it is is up to you but eventually all the sons of god have to heal their mind we all have to graduate from earth school don't we otherwise what is the choice we, we go around and around and around in a serial dream that goes lifetime after lifetime and in between lifetimes and we think that we are a body and our personality and our you know and each lifetime changes but we still have lessons to learn and so this uh, course in miracles is laid out and if you do the workbook 365 day workbook you don't have to do it one a day if it's too fast and 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 i didn't i i, I took them slowly because there's some lessons i really really needed to learn and uh that were harder for me and um but it is a practical thing you have to apply the principles in order to um erase literally erase um the belief in ego and separation the belief in judgment and and all of that you have to reprogram the subconscious mind which is what the akashic records are it's a record of everything that you've ever said done intended fear or love and um so i i find that 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 they really correlate one to the other um so that's a little bit about the Course in Miracles. He said the mind projected outward. You've probably heard from, from other people besides the Course teachings that uh, life is a hologram. It's what we see in our minds, what we dream in our minds is projected upon the screen of life. 
the matrix, if you will. And then we look out and we believe that's true. We're actually projecting our mind onto the screen of life. And so everything that happens to us is an outer reflection of an inner condition. And he says, there's absolutely no exception to that, which makes you take responsibility for your thoughts because you're projecting it. And you will see as you actually practice these principles that your life will begin to change as you decide that you want it to. And you have to want it. You have to give the Holy Spirit, as he says, a little willingness. And Holy Spirit, again, is your God self, that part of you that's never left the source. It's your inner teacher. It's the one whose job is to heal your mind and lead you from all your illusions of separation. No, because Holy Spirit is outside of time space and will lead you back gently with wherever your blocks are, your particular scenario, whatever you're dreaming in your mind will lead you gently back. We'll use every opportunity if you will let him in. And that's what we're talking about today, because that's a big gift for some people. And I certainly was for me long ago when I, 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 I believed I was going to do things my way and um, your will and God will <laughs> God's will. You want to go with God's will. Um, the truth is that we are holy and innocent and we have forgotten that guys. We're just streaming. We're holy and innocent and uh, we live eternally. And the truth is we have never sinned or been sinned against. We've dreamed it. And really, when you think about that, that's kind of a relief, isn't it? Because you wouldn't be carrying what you dreamed last night or whoever, whatever happened in the dream. You wouldn't be carrying that today and saying that was terrible and that deserves to be punished, either me or them. See, I mean, you have to get next to that, that it's in our minds. And that's that's a big thing at first. But it is the truth. And you'll hear that in, in other teachings. Uh, Jesus says, this is not the only way home. It's just the fastest it can take you. It can save you a thousand years. Because when you learn a lesson, and there's only one lesson that we can't be separate. When you forgive yourself or somebody else, you don't need that lesson anymore. And so Holy Spirit will literally collapse time space. And so the distance, the time that you have to take in this dimension or another in this lifetime or another is greatly shortened, could be a thousand years where you can get to your inner peace and to the experience of God eternally. Who doesn't want that? Who wants to wait to suffer longer? I mean, certainly not, not me. That's the experience of duality where we've misperceived it. So what we have to do is remove the blocks to the awareness of love's presence. And you do that through radical forgiveness. And he says, it's not the human kind. It's not when you say, well, I'm going to be the bigger person and forgive you, or you've had a terrible childhood. So I think I'll, I'll just cut you some slack. He says, you have to forgive the whole dream and realize that there is no need for forgiveness. There's no need for forgiveness if you dreamed it and it wasn't real in the first place, because reality has always been there. Truth that we're sinless and holy always exists. It's just you're temporarily blocking it with your with your thoughts. See, and and you don't need to do that. So let me quickly take a call from Jay. I've got a lot to cover today. Let's try to stay on point and, and let me take Jay's call. And then we'll get to the holy relationship. Jay, are you there? Hi, Jay. Glad glad to talk to you again. I haven't talked to you for a long, long time. So uh, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Do you have a question about the course? Well, my question is that does it course, uh, does it cover anything like like self-worth 
or is that under a different like umbrella of things? Oh no, absolutely. Because what, what I've just said is that you, the, the self-worth is that you are, you are the son of God created in God's image. You are literally pure love and pure light. And so when you don't believe that, that you aren't, you're believing in separation, you're believing yourself to be less than. And he says, it's a good question that you asked. He said that it's from the original fall from grace, uh, the guilt that we all carry. And and we either beat up on ourselves with lack of self-worth, or we can't stand how bad that feels. And so we attack somebody else that, that, you know, victim, victimizer, that kind of thing. So yes, self-worth is that you are innocent and holy and you, uh, you've always been that. Does that, does that make sense? Yeah, it kind of makes sense. You know, it's, it's interesting you say that because uh, um, I was on a, there's a brief story is that um, my national safety manager gave us a story and it was about, about uh, uh, some people having no safety issues when there was, when there was actually something that was very, um, that could harm a lot of people or people are there. But um, the story kind of goes is that there was this big vat of chemicals and there was no, PPE around, there's no, um, you know, training for it or anything like that. And when the person's uh, asked, like, oh, why is this, this, this is here? Because there should be like PPE and training on this, on this chemical, but there wasn't. And one person said, you know, we just, you know, we cared about each other because we looked up for each other. So that was really interesting when I heard that. And I thought, well, geez, I do the same thing at work. I didn't think, I didn't think that I, I cared, you know, it was just, something like that so yeah. yeah yeah that's interesting because what we're talking about today and you and you and you've opened the door for this is that we are responsible for our brothers uh, because without our brothers we can't get home and we're going to talk about that today about how you make a relationship holy because we're we're actually one mind we think we're seven billion bodies but we're not we're we're the same mind and and that's a huge concept to get your mind around but love when when you act from love you you make uh literally you open the door for all things to be possible there are stories about masters who uh who have reached the you know attainment uh enlightenment and people have tried to punish them whip them and the whip goes backwards on the on a punisher because you're completely protected in in the place of love uh and and of course we know that jesus was 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 crucified but people miss the point of 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 the crucifixion because he rose he pro he proved that death uh was an illusion and he came back and taught you know in his light body so uh love is love is makes makes everything uh, safe because the truth is in your in your own reality in your own mind when you become completely healed in your mind you realize the body is not real and so you're not dreaming of harm to the body you're not he he said he he understood uh long before uh the crucifixion that his body was not real and he said he felt no pain on the cross does that does that make sense that makes sense yeah yeah thank you for your question it's good to hear from you it's good to hear you, you too. So take care. I will. Right. And we'll, Look, looking forward to any show. Thank you. Thank you, Jay. Thanks for the call and the, and the, the good questions as always. All right. Yep. So here we are about the idea of sin and, and Jay opened the door for that. And let me read something from chapter 17. I'm going to read it because it's better than what I could say on my own. But Jesus says this in chapter 17 of A Course in Miracles, the betrayal of the son of God, and our sin are only in our own imagining. Our reality is forever sinless. 
we need not be forgiven, but awakened. So in our dreams, we have betrayed ourselves and our brothers and God only in our dreams, though. That's the thing. This means that we falsely believe ourselves and the other to be separate. And, and we're just dreaming it. I mean, that's the thing. When, and, and, and the, when you begin to forgive yourself and each other and you ask Holy Spirit, which is your God self that goes with you everywhere, but you have to ask him in. And when you do this, he, he starts to work miraculously in the background and, and you, you just can't imagine what can happen. I've been a witness to this in my own life. Things that I thought would never heal are, are, are coming together and, and it just, it floors me. And yet why, why? Because it's the power of God. You know, we, we, we think too little about it. Um, he says, the interesting thing is that um, we have the power literally, and, and this goes out to Jay too. We have the power in our, in our, of uh, in and of ourselves to either allow perfect love and perfect healing of not only our own minds, but our brothers and the entire sonship. Everybody eventually goes home to God. Everybody eventually wakes up. It could take millions of years, but here's the thing. If mo a lot of us can get this and heal our own minds, time space collapses. And a lot of the negative things that are appearing to go on uh, don't happen. So you have that much power to let Holy spirit in, or you have that much power to deny it and to keep the atrocities and, and the, the fears and, and, and the horrible things that look like they're happening going on. Remember we're dreaming. And I know this is a lot to get your mind around, but, um, but it's true. And he says, when we maintain that there's order and difficulties in miracles. Now, remember, a miracle is a change in perception. According to him, we have to look at it differently. And he says, when you when you believe that what that means is you're willing to forgive some people, but you're not willing to forgive others. Some things are forgivable and some things are just completely unconscionable and you're never going to be able to forgive that. Right. Well, what have you done? You've painted yourself in a box, except because you have denied the Holy Spirit has the power. God has the power to change everything, right? It, it's your limitation. So he says, um, we believe that we can't deal with people and, and it's the lack in faith in the power that heals all pain. So that would be Holy Spirit. It's a lack in faith in Holy Spirit arises from our wish to retrain, to retain some aspects of reality for fantasy. There again, we are choosing randomly. I will forgive this, but I won't forget that. And he said, there's no exception to truth. Truth is truth. You're sinless. You're holy. You're innocent. And so are they. And that's the only thing you sort of have to drag and drop your focus back and back and back because you've got to reprogram the subconscious. You've got to reprogram your thoughts. I mean, ego has been around for a long time. We've, we've, we've been in the fall for a long time. We have worn a groove in this thing and it's gathered a lot of momentum and it's just a matter of being vigilant for God so that we know what the goal is. Do you want to be at peace? Do you want to enter the kingdom of God and live in peace eternally? And do you want it for each other? So this, uh, there is no exception. You've got a choice for fear. And he says, you have to stay in faith. And, and this podcast is going to be a lot about faith because he said, uh, if you will put your faith in Holy Spirit, that it can take away all pain uh, and that the truth of reality, the truth has never changed. Despite our dreaming, 
then you're going to be able to get a handle on this. So as long as we do this, uh, and, and as long as we don't want to choose that, then our perception will stay uncorrected. You can't think that you're going to move on to heaven when you pass if you haven't healed your mind. People, I'm a medium. And I can tell you, a lot of mediums don't know this. They'll say, oh, uh, postcards from heaven, messages from heaven. People are not in heaven after they after they leave the physical body. They are dreaming a serial dream unless they've healed their mind. And I will tell you in my mediumship readings lately, especially in the last year, and especially in the last six months, people are coming through that that family members who are sitting fitting, sitting with me have said, uh, oh, my God, I haven't heard from my dad for 40 years. And he was a you know what in this lifetime. And he comes through with all this wisdom. I, people move on. You can't hold somebody and nail them to the cross because it nails you too. And and why would you wish that for somebody? Wish you know hold hold their true image that that they're they're they are also going to awaken and you're going to do it together. I've had some spectacular off the charts mediumship readings lately, where people on the other side have advanced so quickly, especially if they've been an advanced soul here in their last lifetime. And they're coming through and they're asking their loved ones to work with them to help heal the rest of the family and to heal what's left so that everybody can move on. It's quite amazing. And it's very, it's, it's wonderful because even in the other dimensions, there's a lot of help to move forward. So, um, so we, we don't, it's all or nothing. Okay. So we, we've got to, um, we got to give it all or nothing because you, it's like, you can't be a little bit pregnant, can you? I mean, you either you're healed or you're not. So that is up to you. Now, this is, is kind of interesting. Um, he said, and I hadn't thought of it this way. He said, when we lose our peace because someone else is attempting to solve his problems with fantasy, I'm going to explain this. We are refusing to forgive ourselves in the same attempt. Now, what does that mean? We all know somebody who has um, who has tried to solve their problems with abandonment or uh, parents that haven't love them or uh, uh, divorce or whatever we've and and you we all know people that we say oh my god they're doing that again that's never going to work that is never going to be the answer and yet what annoys us about that is that we can see that for them but we're actually doing the same thing when we attempt to heal our minds through fantasy like well i'll just do this and that will heal uh no you have to see people as whole that's how Holy Spirit sees us. You have to see yourself as whole and you have to want it that way. So uh, he says, and you'll see forgiveness where you have given it. You will see forgiveness where you have given it. And I can tell you in my own life is absolutely true because remember outer condition reflection of an inner condition. Uh, okay. So, um, Oh, this is beautiful. He says that, um, uh, uh, when we give forgiveness, we, we, we will see it. He says, then we will see the son of God in the same beauty. The Holy Spirit loves to look upon. Holy Spirit was created so that we could see this beauty in each other and all his teachings lead there. So give thanks to Holy Spirit. All his teachings lead there. He says this loveliness is not a fantasy, but the real world clear and new and sparkling 
out in the open, all forgiven. No fantasies to hide the truth. So what he's telling us, in, and I'm sharing this podcast, is what he's going to destri- describe step by step as you decide to make all your relationships holy. This is what your experience will be because he remembers he's already made the trip and he's written the course so that we can we can know what to expect and how to achieve it, which is, is to reenter uh, Uh, are become aware of our real selves i'm going to read this this is beautiful he says the bridge that uh between that world the unforgiven world the world that we look at currently the bridge between that world is so little and so easy to cross that you could not believe it is the meeting place of worlds so different worlds so different meaning the world that we look at that's the unforgiven world and all the atrocities going on and the world that's perfect is really true he says the bridge of forgiveness is so little and so easy to cross it, it doesn't feel that way does it but it is it, 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 it is and it's just you have to give yourself you have to stay in faith that's why because it's going to take time but if you're committed to it the holy spirit once it goes to work in your life will take every relationship and change it once you can make that commitment and stay Stay there in faith, everything will begin to change. So he says, this little bridge is the strongest thing that touches on this world at all. Can you imagine that? Forgiveness is the strongest thing that touches on this world at all. This little step, so small that it has escaped our notice, is, listen to this, is a stride through time to eternity. Remember, time is in our mind and eternity is within us. And so we're collapsing all this. He says it's beyond all ugliness into beauty that will enchant you and will never cease to cause you wonderment at its perfection. A stride through time to eternity. If that's what you're wanting, then then you've come to the right place. He said uh, that this step is the smallest ever taken, is the greatest accomplishment of God's plan of atonement. And of course, atonement is when you accept, and this goes out to Jay's question, when you accept who you really are, which is you're innocent and holy and you're eternally your son of God, you're pure love. So if you're suffering from poor self-image and we all carry that guilt, you can know that you are loved beyond because, and forgiven, you're, you're already forgiven. And he says, you know, it, it's, it's the, uh, I don't have the words exactly, I'll paraphrase, but uh, we've been forgiven. And so it's our, it's our. Uh, pleasure and our gift to give as we've been forgiven so by our forgiveness we're set free you know that's that's the thing so uh oh i, I want to share this with you too because this this is still from the text but it's so beautiful this is what we're going to experience as we do this he says when we forgive in the world which is the world we see without forgiveness everything of this world vanishes this is interesting so quickly as god takes the final step swiftly when we have reached the world world and have been made ready for him. So what he's talking about is, is you, you ask Holy spirit in, you stay in faith. You do not think, well, my brother's never going to change. That's faithlessness. My brother is never going to heal. My, my father, may he'll always be the same. No, then that is faithlessness. That Holy spirit doesn't have the power to change all things. And then you have boxed yourself in and, and other people. So, um, Remember, remember, again, the cause and effect is you heal it for yourself, you free other people in other dimensions, you collapse time space, the need for all the negativity that's going on, people wake up and there's more and more love available, there's pure peace available, your greatest gift is to heal your mind, I don't care what you think you're doing and how valuable it is, 
I'm not taking away for, from any of that. But the only real gift that you give people, honestly, that lasts is to heal your own mind. Because when you are not part of the problem and you are the solution, can you imagine uh, what's available to more and more people? So he says the Holy Spirit will purify your mind. He will help you search your mind. And I, I do this every day. I mean, I'm always saying, wow, there's another thought that needs purification. And, and that's the way I live because I've realized that uh, I'm only here to heal my mind and all my relationships. That is my work. That is my work. Yes. I, yes, I read professionally. Yes. I, 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 I coach whatever it doesn't, it, all those, all those opportunities too. in every reading I'm looking for what I can learn, where I can heal. I, I mean, you have to take every situation that you're in and turn it around to the truth of why you're here. Remember, we're here. It's earth school and we want to graduate. So um, then he goes on to say that when we get from the unforgiven world and we cross that bridge through forgiveness to the to the real world and we see the beauty of it, then he says that we will be lifted into our home. And then even salvation will become a dream and vanish from our minds because who awaken heaven could dream that there could ever be need for salvation. Now in podcast one, I share my story because I had divine revelation. I had two experiences, but the first one was the peace of God. It was incredible. And my mind collapsed. My, I transcended the mind. I didn't plan on doing that. I was actually beseeching God for an hour for everything. I think I thought I needed on the outside to change. It was a very, very rough time in my life. And I was praying to God out loud, screaming really uh, for help for, for all these myriad of things that I thought would, would bring me to peace that would help me that would, you know, change my situation. When all of a sudden I went into complete uh, stillness and I entered the eternal Jesus says, revelation of God is given when you are ready for it. And, and don't feel bad if it's not this lifetime for you, because you may have had it in another lifetime. He said, it's a temporary experience of a direct experience of God. It does not last, but it changes everything because all of a sudden, you know what the goal is. If you want to hear my story, it's in podcast one, uh, but it, it changed everything. And, and the thing is when we live in the past, uh, we can't get there. Because when we, when we, forgiveness is in the now, you have to live in the now. He says, we don't understand how these thoughts came into our minds. We, you know, how the fall happened. We, it's like, you can't solve the problem at the level of the problem. But he said, without exception, when you hold somebody in that belief in sin, right, then um, you've excluded them and yourself because it's a dream of vengeance in other words you're doing that because you want evil for evil you want tit for tat and uh and and so he says you have to let go of the past because you can't get there that way uh we can only choose between god and the ego that's the case all the time so i have heard some incredible stories during my time at helping people. And I've also heard stories outside of my, my client sessions. Uh, I'm going to just share a little story here and it's, it's not one person's story. So if you're listening and you've been a client of mine and I've been privy to this, believe me, this is amalgamation that I'm going to tell. And you'll be shocked because I've heard this so many times, the very same story, it'll blow your mind, but maybe it's your story too, but it'll tell you the extreme of what, you know, people have to go through. I mean, like, I've, you know, uh, like you have uh, parents and they're aging and you've been taking care of your parents and you have a rogue sibling who has never been right. 
in your opinion, and uh, maybe they've been a drinker, maybe they've uh, been a gambler, they've abused money, whatever, or they've just been a bad egg, and um, in your misperception, and they go after your parents' money, and maybe they even, if your parents, maybe one of them has dementia or something like that, they trick them, they might even kidnap them, I mean, I've heard that so many times, I can't even believe how many times I've heard that, and get them maybe even legally to become the uh, conservator of them. And here you are having taken care of them and taken care of their finances. And somebody in your family is swooping in to, to do them harm, to do them what would really look like evil. And, um, you know, uh, unfortunately, this happens a lot. And the thing is that this is, believe it or not, your opportunity in a colossal way to see what you're going to choose. You can go around demanding justice and, and, and wanting them to pay it back. And, you know, karma is a bitch and it's going to get you and all of that. I mean, you can do that, but what are you doing? You're trapping yourself and you're trapping them. And and it may take a long time to want to see them get home. But if you don't want it, for somebody else you're choosing against God because God's plan for our relationships is to, is, is for happiness and to he- heal each other. Jesus says, we, we can't get home alone. We, we, we cannot get home at all, uh, alone. And uh, so that's, that's something that's really challenging, but it isn't if you can get a hold of your mind and say, wait a second, we're holy and innocent. And I am the one that has to remember that it may take time. And in truth, in this lifetime, you may or may not see them change, but it will change for you. And you will know that it will eventually change for them. If you stay in faith, that's, that's the truth. And, and you have to come to a decision. If you're faithless and you say, well, my brother's never going to change, you're, you're locking yourself in. Uh, so you need to know what decision are you going to make? And are you open to want to feel peace? Because that's really it, isn't it? Finding your peace is really about, are you, are you willing to go for the decision? Uh, can you decide for forgiveness? Uh, do you understand what's at stake? Because if you if you don't really understand what it's at stake, let's go over it again. You want eternal heaven, which is within you, but you're blocking because of your ideas of sin or 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 uh, judgment about yourself for each other. Or or you're willing to say, well, Holy Spirit, let me let me see this differently, Um, because you can go around and around and around in this illusion and dream it and die and dream it and die. Or you can go home in this lifetime if it's if it's your time, but at least you can make incredible headway, you know, so that you can live more in peace, more in love. And and so really, it's a choice. Do you want heaven and do you want it for everyone? Because if you don't, there again, you're choosing against God. So Jesus said that when we don't choose for that or even excluding him, and that was kind of a shocker to think about that, but it's true because you're even excluding Jesus. Uh, if you don't let him into your relationships, you know, now special relationships, let's talk about that really quickly, because we're going to run out of time here. Special relationships are where uh, we have decided 
and I used to think about uh, special relationships of people that I loved or people that I was dating or living with or whatever. Those relationships I thought were holy because I loved them, but they weren't really because they were about my will. I had my agenda. I had my issues about you will do this for me if you love me. Uh, and I'm talking to all of us because we all at some time have felt this or not. If you've evolved past that, good for you. So have I. But we 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 get into special relationships because of fear, mostly uh, safety, security. Somebody will love me. Somebody will love me like like I need to be loved. Those are all things that we have to find within ourselves because the race is, rest is based on fear. And so he says that uh, what's at the core of this in a special relationship is that you've appropriated your relationship for your purpose and not God's. That's the thing. And whether it's holy or unholy is, is going to be up to you. So he, this is what Jesus says to us. You need to ask yourself when you decide that you're going to give all your relationships to become holy to the Holy spirit. This is a question you need to ask yourself. What do I want to come of this? What do I want to come of this? Do you want for the healing for everybody and, and the son of God, yourself and, and your brother suspending your faithlessness that, oh, that's not going to be able to happen. Or, or, or what do you want? You know, the healed relationship is, um, it's when you give it to Holy spirit. And, and he says, when you decide to give your relationships to Holy spirit, he said, look out because at the beginning of this, this is what could probably happen is that for a while it will it may look like your relationship has gone off the track because the purpose that you assign to your relationship and God's purpose are not in alignment and so while holy spirit is correcting that so you can see your relationship through holy spirit's eyes it may look like what's the point of this relationship it doesn't seem to be working anymore and this is what he says at this point can happen you can you can leave that relationship because it no longer fits in your mind. Instead of remembering to stay in faith with the Holy Spirit, knowing that eventually this is going to shift. Uh, and, and then you can substitute another relationship with an unholy purpose. So he says, if you, you know, if you bail on your brother, now that doesn't mean you're never going to get divorced. It doesn't mean you're not going to have boundaries because this may take time, but it always means what is your intention in your mind? Is it love or is it fear? And he's saying that all your relationships, when you decide, he said, eventually you will see it shift. Eventually you're going to see that because your, your mind is going to get purified. So, don't find somebody else to reestablish an unholy goal with. Does that make sense? You don't, don't jump off. Don't jump ship before, even if you are going through divorce, you must heal that anyway. You know, you, you gotta, you gotta go with that. Uh, because the holy instant, when, when you can see clearly, you've got to stay with that. You uh, Otherwise just that light goes back into darkness. You, you, when you see it and you can get a hold of it, you have to stay with it. Because anytime you start blaming or attacking, you're doing that to yourself and your brother. So I heard a story about a Course in Miracles teacher. I can't remember who she was or I would share it with you. But she said that she had assigned all her relationships to the Holy Spirit. And she had had a bad relationship with her father her whole life. And, and he passed away. 
And she said, uh, years went by. I don't think it was a really long time, maybe a couple of years. It could have been longer. And she was swimming in the ocean one day. And she said, all of a sudden, she had a flash because she had stayed in faith, the Holy Spirit, that someday this would heal. And she had a flash in her mind of him. And she said her heart opened up with nothing but love from him, every, for him. Everything was wiped away. And she realized that Holy Spirit had been working in the background because she had let let Holy Spirit in. And this is the point that Jesus makes. Do not interfere with the work of the Holy Spirit. Don't attack. Don't blame. Don't say that will never happen. You cannot interfere because once the Holy Spirit gets going, everything is, is going to, is going to turn around. Uh, So let's see. I, I had something in here. Ah, he said, because, you know, if we had not lacked faith, the problem could be solved and the problem would be gone. Now, if you think about that, if you stay in faith, you know, eventually it'll be healed. Okay, now you're over here in peace, knowing that it, it's just a matter of your experience of time, space, and eventually this will be healed and all is well, no matter what it looks like on the outside. And your job is to stay in faith. But if you, if, if, you know, so the problem is gone already. You see that? Can you feel the peace in that? So, um, and that's because Holy Spirit's working all the time to remove the interference that's keeping you blocked. That that's that's why that is. Um, he says there's no problem in any situation that faith will not solve. And again, do not substitute or remove yourself. Uh, okay, so he says we're responsible for our brothers, and this is a key thing. I think I missed it in the notes, but I want to tell you. He says you're not blaming your brother for what he did against you. You're blaming your brother for what you did against him. Now, let me explain that. That's kind of a mind blower because he says uh, it's about the past and who you were in the past. Well, who were you in the past? Separated. You you were believing in separation. You were believing that you were you and him. That was him. And there was sin. And in the present moment. So you're you're believe, you're you're blaming somebody for, for a place that you were in your mind, a misperception in the past. Right. That's of you, isn't it? That's incredible. He says, we are responsible for our brothers and you can, you can't go to your heavenly rest. You know, uh, <laughs> I, I once helped a lady, I did a, a couple of mediumship readings for her and um, her loved ones came through. And then later on, when we were talking, she had an experience that her father, uh, whom had, had really been um, having some issues this whole lifetime. And, and she had a big inheritance coming and he messed it up because he allowed, um, or did he, because everything happens for a reason. Um, he assigned his money. He let a woman and her daughter that were not even from this country uh, come in and get a hold of his bank accounts. And they took all the money. And she was counting on that. She was counting on buying a house. She was counting on being financially stable for the first time in her life. And I think she was counting on if she got an inheritance from him in some way, she would feel that he loved her, you know, and and that's, you know, you can see how that could be, but uh, it wasn't to be that way. And she said to me, oh, I I said, well, it, it isn't about the money. It's about your spiritual awakening. He's your ticket. You know, it isn't about the money. I mean, you assume that that's what it was going to be like, but not necessarily. This is, this is, see, that's the difference between our special relationships and you thinking, you know, what they're for. 
my dad is going to love me and, and save me and, and, and all of this, or the holy relationship, which is, no, your dad is maybe going to not do those things in your estimation, but you are going to choose to heal that relationship. And that man, you're going to be able to forgive that and realize that that was really your choice to be in separation or not. You see what I mean? So she told me uh, at the end of this conversation, she said, you know, it doesn't matter because he's sick right now. He has cancer and it's fast growing and he's going to die really soon. And nobody in the family is going to have to deal with him anymore. And I said, well, that's an illusion too, because just because somebody dies, that's what Jesus is talking about is substituting. You, you substitute out somebody and, and you go on to the next person. And that's what we were talking about earlier is saying that, you know, um, when, when, when you're upset with somebody choosing uh, to heal, to try to heal their life experience through a fantasy and you're actually mad at yourself for doing the same thing. That's an example of what a fantasy is. I won't have to deal with that anymore. That isn't true. I've already told you. It's a serial dream. And the truth is that we're innocent and holy. And until you can get to that truth and hold on to that in faith, and it just takes faith, which is maybe way beyond what you think you have. Maybe you just think this is going to be, but that's when you lean on God. Because it, you don't have to do anything under your own power, even though, remember, Jesus says, you have the power to choose it or not to choose it. And that's what I wanted to share with you today is that we have the power to choose that. So um, I hope I haven't spoken to her in a long time, but I hope that eventually and you know what, I'm going to change that because right there, that's faithlessness. I know that someday they will come to healing both of them. Uh, and I'm going to hold that vision because that is the truth. Otherwise, then I, I am in faithlessness and then I have failed both of them. You see how that works? I have failed them both because I am now responsible now that I know this for my brother's healing and salvation. Jesus says, in fact, it's the only reason that we're here in our relationships is to be responsible for the salvation of our brothers. And, and so, you know, you have to, uh, you have to start with wanting it. You have to start with the decision. Remember what this is going to give you. It's going to give you freedom from the illusion. It's going to allow you to cross that bridge with forgiveness, to go back out of this world of pain and suffering into seeing it like Holy Spirit says, and he's with all the beauty that you look, the Holy Spirit looks upon, you'll, you'll be able to share that vision. And then God will lift you up into your eternal home. One of my favorite things from A Course in Miracles that Jesus shares, and I always like to share this, is that he says we are safe at home with God, dreaming of our exile. Can you understand that? We're safe already at home. We are somewhere else. And part of our mind that's separated is dreaming that we're somewhere else. Wouldn't you like to wake up? I, I mean. That's the eventuality that we will wake up because God has set the purpose for our relationships. Jesus said, don't be mistaken to think you set the purpose. God has set the purpose. And so it will be done. But are you going to help or are you going to hinder? Are you going to get there? Are you going to hold yourself in a box and your brother's in a box? Um, and, and remember, he says, we, we have that much power. He says, the goal is for holiness and 
and the relationship was set up, but not by you. Your relationships were set up for holiness, but they weren't set up that way by you. Again, we've got the special relationship where we are misguided into what we think a special relationship means. And Jesus is very clear in the course to say, Holy Spirit can lift up your special relationships and make them totally holy. So, but you got to stay in faith because the minute you step out of faith, then you are locking yourself and pinning your brother. It's called crucifying uh, the sonship on the cross of time space. Do you see how that is? Time space is in your mind. It's a dream that you will not wake up for because you want tit for tat because you want justice. If you're in a divorce, you want a settlement. You want a, an apology from, from your narcissistic parents. Or do you want peace and sanity? That's the thing. Do you want peace or sanity? Well, pretty soon it gets so uncomfortable for you that that you want that you want sanity. He says your faith must grow to meet the goal that's been set. Now that's the goal by God. Your faith has to grow to meet the goal that's set by God. And he says that you will see that peace and faith will not come separately. They come together because they are, they are together. Faith and peace will come together. Again, if you understand that eventually when you let it be and you don't interfere, that all things will come back to God. If you can get that and want that and agree to that and keep that door open and not interfere, He says, what situation can you be in without faith and remain faithful to your brother? Every situation we find ourselves in is but a means to meet the purpose set up for our relationships. And the purpose, again, God's purpose is to make happy. And I know that sounds incredible because some of our relationships are happy and some of them we just as soon forget. But faithlessness leads to illusion and it just locks you in. And he said, so don't interfere don't interfere at all with what's going on Uh, because it actually, it doesn't change the goal, but it changes the value of the goal to you. Now, do you see how that is? Because if you go back into the illusion and you want tit for tat or you want justice rather than sanity and unity, because Holy Spirit's goal is unity and the ego's goal is separation. So, and vengeance and evil and sin. Uh, then then the value of the goal changes when you go into faithlessness because you've thrown you've thrown out your chance at peace you've shown out you've thrown out what's the most valuable um so here's the thing he says you have to know and agree that in faith anyone even your your wayward whatever uh is absolutely capable of doing their and fulfilling their part perfectly they, they are because in, in time, everything, God will reclaim everything as we choose it. And, and, but do we want to wait millions of years? I mean, this, this earth could use some, some love, right? I mean, look at what's going on right now. There's so much turning brother against brother. There's so much you're probably experiencing it in your own family. I hope you're not, but you might be, or your neighbors who have different ideas about what's going on in the world and are, and are at war with each other. That's a trick of the ego guys. And and we don't, we don't want to go there. So it's an all or nothing deal. No relationship is holy unless holiness goes with it everywhere. 
No relationship is holy. And there's nothing too great or small that the Holy Spirit cannot accomplish because this is the power of God. So he said, um, you know, we have that power. We have the power to get out of the way and stay in faith or our faithlessness can render it completely useless. And we, we literally have a decision for God and our brothers or, or not. So ask, what do I want to come out of this and make your decision, stay in faith and um, don't hold your brother uh, hostage for what you think he did. Because remember, that's a dream that you dreamed in the past when you were believing yourself to be separate from each other. You don't want to hold the past against yourself or anyone because it's not true. You're, you're, you're holy, you're innocent, you're divine, and you're simply waking up to your real self. Our real self is all those things. So um, let's see what else I want to offer you here. Oh, I love this. He says, uh, it's not his past, but yours that you hold against him. Remember that we talked about that. And your lack of faith in him is what keeps you, keeps you asleep. Your lack in faith. And that's, I know I, I'm calling, I'm calling you to wakefulness because there are a lot of people that you think, wow, I mean, I had a grandmother and I thought, my God, she's never going to change. And, you know, because I'm a medium, I've been talking to her and I've been sending her love and she tried to come through in another mediumship reading. And it really made me mad because I didn't want to talk to her. This was years ago, but she came through and my sweet grandmother and blew her out of the water, blew right past her. And I thought, well, that's typical. That's exactly who she was in life. And I was still mad at her, but I don't feel that way anymore because I have, I wish her the best and I send her love and I include her in my prayers. And I say, you are absolutely worthy. And, and you were dreaming it and you're forgiven and I'm forgiven. And I would like to get to know you again. That's the truth. So um, he says, you are as innocent of what you were as he is. You know, what we dreamed in the past, you were innocent. You were innocent. And so, so is he. Absolutely. He said, there's no cause for faithlessness, but there is cause for faith. So there's no, there's no such, there's no such uh, thing that doesn't, I mean, you've got to see it whole. That's like holding the vision for the wholeness and you can't leave anything outside of yourself and, and return to heaven. So this is a game changer. Um, and when you do this, he says, you're no longer wholly insane. <laughs> That's good, isn't it? Because we are, he says, we're all mentally ill here. Uh, so the simple courtesy that you want to give to Holy Spirit is to just stay out of the way. And he said, the strain that you're feeling that you think is your depression and your sorrow and everything is actually only us refusing the call. That's what's creating the problem for you. Nothing else. He said, absolutely nothing else. So um, you've assumed part, you've assumed responsibility for your brother's redemption and you're responsible to, to him and don't fail him or yourself. Do not fail him because your, his salvation is your only purpose. And that is huge. Your brother's salvation is your only purpose. So do ask Holy Spirit to make your relationships holy. He said, in this way, you are guaranteed to rise up and you will uh, you will show that you will become a peace giver. You will become a peace giver. And wouldn't that be beautiful? Isn't that beautiful? Because it's a, that's the eventuality. Why not grasp it now? You know, you'll demonstrate that you've risen far beyond anything that could hold you back. So I, I hope that you're going to ask yourself, 
what do I want to come out of this relationship? And you're going to remand it over to the Holy Spirit and stay in faith because everything will change for you. And eventually, remember the story of the teacher that that got healed after years because Holy Spirit works in the background. If you don't interfere, you let it in and, and, and don't work against all of us. Stay, stay with it. We do this together. So I'm in it with you. Uh, if you are interested in, in booking a, a reading with me, if you have issues you want to heal, of course, you can always come for clarity about anything with psychic or mediumship reading connections, Akashic records where you have blocks. Sometimes it's easier to go for a reading first and see where the blocks are and then be able to un, uh, work at it with the Course in Miracles so that because it, it depends on what you're ready to hear. But uh, readings are helpful to get you started and open the door. Plus, you know, we live in the world and we need our questions answered and we want to connect with our loved ones. But uh, I do use the Course in Miracles in all my readings too, if you're ready to hear it. I'm at ShellyJMiller.com, S-H-E-L-L-Y, J-Miller.com. My number's 949-237-2960, 949-237-2960. Uh, join the newsletter. Uh, go to my YouTube channel, Shelly J. Miller, Psychic Medium. Uh, go to the bottom of the homepage and look at all the podcasts. They're there for free, or you can go to the YouTube channel and subscribe and listen there. And uh, I hope you've enjoyed today's show. So I will see you next time. You're the light of the world. You're loved. Choose for God. Much love to you. Bye-bye. Join us next time, every other Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific time for Finding Your Peace with Shelley J. Miller. Be sure to look for the podcasts Finding Your Peace with Shelley J. Miller on iTunes, Google Play, and all of your favorite podcast stations. To contact Shelley, book an appointment, and to find out more about her work, go to ShellyJMiller.com.